Hi friends, welcome to episode 79 of the Whispers Plant Spirit Medicine Podcast. I am Amanda Nicole and I'm looking forward to sharing medicine with you and also a plant that unbelievably I don't believe I've yet spoken about on the podcast. So I have to say that that little intro where I say welcome to episode 79 I have said quite a few times over the last several months, and yet none of those episodes have found their way into the world and have been published and have been shared, and I'm not really sure why, except that they aren't meant to be in the world yet. It wasn't time, and I'm sure like many of you, I've been watching and listening and observing and feeling and processing, so maybe some of those moments were simply for me (laughs) to offer a little plant medicine to myself. So on this, the official episode 79 of the podcast, I want to offer chamomile. I am so surprised (laughs) that I have not yet offered chamomile as a plant Um, on this podcast because those of you maybe who have had classes with me or follow me on Instagram or have had other interactions with me would probably have heard that I have drank a cup of chamomile tea almost every evening for a decade now. (laughs) And I'm realizing, I have been for some time, this phrase is coming to me even at this very moment that chamomile is my my quiet ally. So I have tulip poplar as a strong ally, rose as a strong ally, at times holly, at times blue vervain have been allies, cotton, and yet this sweet little chamomile <laughs> has been faithfully hanging out with me most every evening now for a decade. And has carried me through so much. I wish I could tell the whole story. Well, you know what? Maybe I will tell a tad. (laughs) It's a short podcast. But about 10 years ago, uh, actually, right on it. So interesting with 2020 ending. I was very unwell in my body. I don't know if sick is the right word, (laughs) but I was very unwell in my body. I had had several consecutive miscarriages at that time. I was having other physical symptoms like low blood pressure and um, my blood wasn't clotting. Like if I would, you know, maybe cut myself if I was shaving or something like that. A lot of anxiety. It was just really not well. And I was seeing an acupuncturist at the time who was so lovely. It was such a gift to me. Her name is Kyung Lee. I want to say her name and acknowledge her. Kyung Lee. And she asked me after one of my appointments, can you move? Because at the time I was a pastor's wife of a small, very conservative um, very conservative church in Virginia. And it was very difficult there. You know, um, a lot of isolation, a lot of division, a lot of, it just wasn't a safe place. It wasn't safe emotionally, spiritually. It was very difficult. 
So she asked me, can you move? I mean, she was that serious. Like, you know, here, here are herbs, here are, you know, acupuncture treatments. Here's things to do with your diet. And we've been working together. And then she just said, you know, can you literally take your body and put it in a different place? I mean, she recognized the effect, you know, of environment, which is so very true and real. And I said to her, no, I can't. I mean, that was just a complete, you know, impossibility at the time, at least um, that's how I perceived my world. And so she said, you need your body to think you have moved. <laughs> you need your body to think it is somewhere else that is safe. Can you take a sabbatical? Which almost made me laugh. I'm if I hadn't have been so sad <laughs> because I had three small children. My husband was a minister. So, and in that particular church, that particular group, you know, this was not um, a lot of income. I didn't have my own source of income. <laughs> this was just an impossibility. I mean, what in the world? A mom with three small kids that you know, has so little in the bank account, she's just going to take a sabbatical. I mean, you know, often, you know, you think it would be the pastor that would take a sabbatical or, or you think of sabbaticals as, you know, for professors or people like this that spend their year abroad studying, whatever. And so I said, I don't think that's possible. And she just looked at me with this face that was like, I don't want to, you know, put words into her mind, <laughs> but it just was this look that seemed to say, you just have to, you know, and she was so sad for me. I'm wanting things to shift and change. So on the drive home, I just purposed, like I knew she was right. This had to happen. And it did end up happening. I found a way. <laughs> I found a little house in Floyd, Virginia, well, Meadows of Dan, right by Floyd, lovely little spot. And um, the person, it was empty. It was the off season. They had it there for people who needed to rest in this way anyway. So she practically just gave it to me and the children. And there was a, a young woman from the church that went with me, you know, for help with the little ones. And so we were there for about a month. And um, before and after that, I visited my brother, I visited my mom, so a little bit of an extended time, as much as, you know, you can do <laughs> in that situation. And I just cannot forget, I cannot forget making a cup of chamomile tea the first night I was in that house. I can remember how it smelled, I can remember how it looked, I can remember the little teacup that was like that, you know, white with the little blue um, design on it. Maybe you would just find it like at the thrift shop and, you know, kind of thin. It reminded me of dishes that I had when I was small and my family home. And But I just remember, I can see it, that cup of chamomile tea sitting on that kitchen table and I can smell it. And the smell of chamomile tea to me <laughs> is rest. You know, I just heard like, you can rest now, Amanda, you know, just rest. And so that's how it began. November of 2010, I began my relationship <laughs> with chamomile and nearly nightly cups of chamomile tea. And sometimes I add honey and sometimes there's lavender and it's lovely. So the reason that I wanted to offer it is because I had been thinking of making this video for YouTube or you know, just an offering to send out on plants that 
could bless us when we just can't take another step. And what I was thinking is, you know, here are these plants and they'll help us take another step. You know, they'll give us the strength in our legs or our feet or in our kidneys or our adrenals or maybe in our heart for courage. You know, these plants that will give us the ability to take another step. So I had this list of plants that would help us do that. Another step. We moved again. And then sweet little chamomile came into my mind and she said, he said, they said, well, you don't have to take another step. Why don't you just rest? And that is just the absolute medicine of chamomile to me. Um, It's so wonderful. It's multifaceted. It offers so much to us. But for me, over the years, 10 years now, that is what chamomile has meant to me. You don't have to take another step. It's okay to rest. You could take another step tomorrow or maybe in a month or maybe in a week or maybe in a year. You get to rest and let me take care of you and soothe you and mother you and tend to you and love you and comfort you and quiet you while you rest. So I have six children Uh, ages 17 down to four. So for 10 years, so my oldest would have been seven when I first met chamomile, I have drank a cup of chamomile tea almost every evening. And it really truly has been a ritual for me, you know, without me thinking, now I have my chamomile ritual. You know, I've, I've done the work of the day. I've loved, I've fed, I've taught, I've cared for, I've protected, I've listened, I've been present, I've mothered my children primarily, and then there are those that come for consultations, and then there is teaching, and maybe there are people who are sad, you know, and who need a listening ear, who are hurting, all of this tending that's done during the day, all of the work of the day, and then when I lay my little ones down, which are now not so little. (laughs) Some of them, you know, can lay themselves down now. (laughs) Um, And the work of the day is done. I drink my chamomile. And I have literally said, and this is its own bit of medicine, to some of the children when they were very little, you know, and you know how it is, a glass of water, one more thing to say, a, a toy to find, you know, at the end of the day with bed. So sometimes they'll walk into the room where I'm sitting, you know, resting, and they want to say something or give me a hug or something, sure. But some days they come and they'll get like right to the door and I'll see them get ready to enter the room and I'll say, I love you. I'm finished for today. I love you. It's time for bed now. Because really and truly today, I cannot take another step. I can't and I need to lay down or I need to sit down on this couch and I need to rest today. I cannot take another step. That's what I'm thinking internally. I'm not saying that to them. In the morning, I will meet you and we will take more steps. So I want to offer the medicine of chamomile to you because many of us, after having walked through this year of 2020 or the last two or three years, I mean, so much transition has been happening, especially as 
Saturn has been moving through the sky and Capricorn and so many of us are feeling the effects of that in our persons, in our lives, our environments, our families. And then we see what's going on in the collective and there's just enormous shifts and changes. So much tending for each day, so much work for each day for our lives. That maybe what you really need is just to rest to sit down with a cup of chamomile and let chamomile soothe you, tend you, just care for you, love you, say thank you to you for what you did today. She's sort of like a little foot rub. <laughs> She's just a sweet little foot rub. And you can get up and you can take another step tomorrow, whatever tomorrow means. The, the point being, I'm not offering a plant that is a quitter. You're not quitting. You're not giving up. You're not stopping. You're just resting, which is so needed and part of cycles and part of being human and part of self-care and part of self-love and part of well-being and part of success, if we like to use that word, <laughs> part of um, sustainability, longevity, you know, is resting. And I have to tell you, in this one episode, I could not possibly share what the last 10 years have held. Some of you may have heard bits and pieces or read bits and pieces, but I'm so thankful for chamomile that has helped me. Oh goodness, thousands of evenings to take a rest so that tomorrow I can take more steps. So enjoy a cup of chamomile this evening, perhaps. She only has to steep for a few minutes, maybe 10, 15. She can get a little bitter after that, although I enjoy her that way too. She's lovely blended with lavender. She's lovely with honey. Um, she's just such a sweet plant. And yet, this is so important about the plant, such an important thing to know, is that often we think of plants like chamomile, we just toss them off, you know, because they don't seem powerful enough or big enough or rare enough. But often it's those very plants that are giving us the most medicine, the most powerful medicine, you know, that really quiet, faithful, sustaining undercurrent that's so necessary. We don't always need this big pop. Sometimes we can simply uh, enjoy these quieter moments that are really the ones that make up these larger, more public ones. So I hope that chamomile becomes a friend to you, an ally. I would love it if you would write to me and share um, your own experiences with chamomile. If you've already found this plant to be a lovely um, companion along the way. And I think I really must share more of the story surrounding chamomile and her medicine for me. So thank you so much for listening. And I hope that you're able to receive this and be blessed by it. And I also would like to encourage you to visit my website. I'll put a link in the show notes, alchemillas.com, A-L-C-H-E-M-I-L-L-A-S. It's the Latin name for ladies' mantle. Because there you'll find that I just opened the door for registration for my 2021 online embodied herbal apprenticeship. I'm in the midst of um, two tracks right now for 2020. And 2021's, which begins in February, that will be my last embodied herbal apprenticeship. 
at least in its current incarnation. It's going to be completely redone. Who knows what it will look like on the other side. It's time. <laughs> it's time. I have so much that I want to offer and share, but in other ways and with a bit more freedom and still connected to the plants and the land and the medicine, but so much more. And so it's time to make that shift. So 2021's Embodied Herbal Apprenticeship, which is currently being offered online uh, for many reasons, one being the current difficulties with COVID and um, just wanting to reach more people to share the medicine. So if you'd like to join, visit the website. It's open now. It begins in February. And then also there's some other fun offerings there that I recently added, like Mother Magic, which is a one-on-one -on -one apprenticeship. I'm not apprenticeship isn't the right word. Mentorship for mothers. And it's plant medicine-based. Chamomile is going to show up. No questions asked. No doubts there in that mentorship. But that's a one-on-one -on -one offering, Mother Magic, that you can take a look at. That's the first one-on-one -on -one offering I've ever given. And then Swan Dive, which some of you may remember from last winter. It's there, but it's not in a live format. It's self-paced, and it's at a much discounted price. If you'd like to tap into that medicine, which has been so powerful for me, making songs and making poems and just tapping into our essence, like the pearl in our oyster, <laughs> and begin expressing it. And then, of course, there's podcasts and consultations and poems and all these things. So I'd love it if you would go and visit, see if there's any medicine there you want to gather. And I would love to hear from you. I really would. How, how are you? How are the plants speaking to you? Who are your current companions? So you can email me, alcamillas at gmail.com. Okay, enjoy. I'm on my way to have a cup of tea, actually, right now. Okay, bye.